0: there's just there's just footprints of grace, you know the lord's footprints are always are always there so well, do want you to stand up with me say this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do today I'll be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive. I'm about, I'm about to receive the undestructible, indestructible, ever living, ever living seed, seed of, the word of, God. of the Word of God. I will never be the same. Never, be the same. never, never, never. never, never, never. In, Jesus name. In, Jesus name. In Jesus name, Amen. Hallelujah. I like to do that. Keep up to the tradition that Pastor yeah. Dave has done here. So this morning I'm going to talk about heavenly treasures. And uh, so let's go to Matthew 6, verse 19. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your art will be also. Amen. And so it talks about two different kinds of treasures. It talks about earthly treasures. Right? And it talks about heavenly treasures. We're going to focus a lot on the heavenly treasures. Amen? And Really what it's talking about is where are your priorities? Where where are the priorities that we set? Amen. Here on earth and in our spiritual walk. Amen. And it's, it's nice to have nice things, isn't it? You know, God wants us to have nice things. In order to further the kingdom, we need resources. Amen. So if we don't have money, if we don't have things that that God is, has promised us, because it says he provides all... Er, supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory, man, we can't further the kingdom like we could with resources. Amen? So it takes money, but our trust should not be in the resources, but in the one that provides them. Amen? So when we put our trust in God, the resources will be there. If we put our trust in the resources, a lot of times the resources will not be there. Amen? And so it's, it's, it's good to have things, it's good to have material items, because it furthers the kingdom, amen. But we don't put our trust in those things. First Peter 1:18 and 19 says, knowing that you were not you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the pre- precious blood of Christ, as a lamb without blemish and without spot. So back in that in that time, slaves could be freed by a payment of a ransom or of a ransom price. Amen. Jesus paid a ransom for us to have our freedom. Yes, he did. Amen. He paid a ransom. It wasn't earthly money. He didn't buy us with earthly money. Amen. But he bought us with his life. With the blood of Jesus, we have been saved. We, we can live because he died for us. Amen. He gave his life to give us ours. That's right. True. Amen. Yeah. So we should look at the higher things, things higher than this world. Yeah. Amen. So when we put our trust in money, we're going to be disappointed. When we put our trust in anything on this earth, we're going to be disappointed. That's true. It's not a matter of if, but when. Yeah. Amen. Money runs out. You hear about these stories of people winning the lottery, and within five years, you know, yeah. they win two hundred and fifty million dollars, and within five years they're completely broke. Yeah. Because they put their trust in the money. That's true. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And so our trust is in someone better than anything we could possibly hope for on this earth. Yeah, While we don't trust in earthly things, we use different things to get people into the kingdom. Amen? Because, again, we should have resources. Amen? We, we want to be debt-free with resources. Yeah. You know, somebody that, that's homeless, <laughs> they might be debt-free. They don't have any debt, but they don't have any resources either. Right? right. right? Yeah. Can't do much without resources. No. Amen? Think of kids night out when people donate bikes with their resources, with their money, oh, cool. amen, and because of that, we use those bikes to bless kids, to bless parents, yeah. amen. amen, whatever we do, we should be done with the intent of bringing people to Jesus, yeah. amen, and that's such an important thing, and, and even if you're having fun, you're going on vacations and everything, you can use that for the glory of God, yeah. anything, anything that you do in your life, you can use for the glory of God, amen, yeah. here's a book. Um, A long time ago called practicing the presence of God and even just picking up a wrapper, you know, in the name of Jesus is practicing his presence. Amen. Amen. Anything we do, if if Jesus is top of mind, it's practicing his presence. Amen. And so we want to do whatever we can. Whatever we do should be done with the intent of bringing people to Jesus. So at Kids Night Out, what are we really giving away? Well, in the physical we're giving away bikes. It looks like we're giving away bikes. Amen. We're being a community outreach. Right? But we're really giving away the gospel. We're giving away a gospel message that does not fail, that is everlasting, that is eternal. Amen. The bike was going to the bike is going to rust. It's going to get too small for the individual. It's going to be thrown away. It's going to go unused eventually. Amen. But we give an everlasting message of hope and love. Amen. And that is the treasure in heaven that we give. Amen. That's something that we can store up. You know, treasures of heaven are are eternal, are spiritual things. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13.8 says, love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. So the love of Jesus will never fail, will never cease, and will never vanish vanish away, will it? The love of Jesus is eternal. Amen. The way we know that something is a heavenly treasure is that it will not go away, that it is eternal. Amen. It's something that we can always hang our hat on. Amen. Romans 8 38 says, For I'm not persuaded, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So love is a treasure. It says in the Bible that God is love. And we take on the image and the likeness of God. It said back in Genesis that that, um, he created us in his image, male and female. He created them. Amen. And so in his image and likeness, we are. Which means we take on his personalities, his personality. Amen. We take on his um, attributes we take on his abilities, amen. His skills, and everybody in here has a skill. Everybody in here can use what they have for the glory of God. Amen. You might have a lot of money. You might have a little bit of money, but that is a re- your skills are a resource. Amen. Amen. I think of the FCA on campus, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. There's athletes that have a tremendous gift. To play football, to play basketball, to run, to do whatever. Amen. But they're not letting that that go unused towards God's glory. Amen. The FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, is all across the country in different campuses, and they use that for for ministry purposes. Amen. Yep. Mason does uh, flag football in the in the fall, and that is an FCA event. Oh, cool. And every week they come out with a devotion. And they pray and they pray for for safety and they pray for health and they talk about Jesus. They pray in Jesus' name. Amen? And it's just a, it's such a cool thing. They're using their resources, amen, to further God's kingdom. Because I tell you what, half of those kids probably don't go to church. No. They probably don't know anything about what who Jesus is. I mean they probably don't know what who they are. Amen. Their parents, their parents are there. They hear the messages. Amen. We, they watch their kids play and they hear the messages that are being spoken. So important. Amen. Amen. Mark thirteen thirty one says, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words by, will by no means pass away." <clears throat> so the word of God doesn't pass away. No. Amen. It says in John that that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Right. Amen. And then it says that. Um, That the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. So the word, Jesus Christ, never passes away. Amen. And so whenever we we talk to somebody and we're like, okay, what is a good message for somebody? What what was going to really speak to them? Jesus loves you is a pretty good start. Amen. It's an eternal treasure. It's a kingdom treasure. It's a heavenly treasure. Amen. And we can be confident. We can be confident in speaking the name of Jesus because we know there's merit behind it. Amen. We know that the word never fails, that it won't pass away. Amen. That other things will disappoint. And We have family members that disappoint. We have friends that disappoint. But God will never disappoint. Amen. All the material things on earth will eventually become trash or passed on to somebody else. And that's just the way it goes. Pastor Dave always says there's a no U haul following the hearse. Amen. So we can't take anything with us on this earth. That's why it's important. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit later but how, to leave an inheritance. Amen. I we're not going to be able I can't just make all this money and take it with me to the grave. It's going to go somewhere. It might as well go to your family. It might as well go to your kids. It might as well go to your grandkids. Amen. And so we want to make sure that that our priorities are right. Amen. Where are we putting our heart? Where are, are our treasures stored? Ecclesiastes 3:20 says, "All go to one place; all are from dust, and all return to dust." So again, there's nothing that we can take with us, amen, um, when we die. But we leave it for somebody. That's right, true. You know, if we don't have, you know, if we don't leave it for somebody, the government will take it from you, and the government will use it for what they want to use it for. Yeah, that is true. Amen. So, so we should always be telling our money where to go. Yeah. Amen. We always, you know, sometimes money controls us, you know, where it's like, oh, really, we're, we're really bad at eating out. That's just, that's just not something that we're very good at right now. And uh, Lord help us for that. But, you know, we have to tell our money sometimes, okay, you're not going to Taco John's, right? You're, gonna go here. <laughs> you're going to go here. You are going to go in our savings or into something, you know, if the kids need new shoes, you're going to go into this. Amen. James 4:13 through 15 says come now who you say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city spend a year there buy and sell and make a profit again so where is the where is the priorities in this first sentence the priority is i'm going to make a profit for myself i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to get as much money as i can Where you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought ought to say, if the Lord will, we should live and do this and that. And so we always want to be in God's will. Amen. Our money, our resources, always want to be in God's will. Amen. There's things that we know that are His will already. He wants us to have peace. I mean, He wants us to have health and prosperity. He wants us to have love for one another. Those are things that we don't need to pray about. No. We don't need to ask God, well, Lord, do you, do you, is it your will that I'm healed? Or is it your will that I love other people or love my enemies? Well, no, we already, we already know that. That's yeah. why we have the word of God. Yeah. There's some things that we just don't need to pray about. No. They're already there. They're already laid out for us. Lord, is it your will that I have peace? Well, yeah, it's always God's will for us to have these good things. Yes. Amen. But there are also times where we may want to do something that isn't his will. And it may not even be a choice of sin or not. You know, there, there might be, you might have two different paths to go down. Right. Neither of them are wrong, you know, in, in in the physical. But one of them is the will of God and one of them isn't. Amen. Right? Yeah. And you see this in, in multiple times in the epistles, that, you know, in the letters that Paul writes. Right. is he, He'll say, if the Lord wills, I will come to you. You know, I, real, I long to come to you. I want to come to you. If the Lord wills, I will come to you. Yeah. Amen. And we might think that our path is going here, down this way, and the Lord wants us to go down this way. Right. Amen. One thing that I it's just been amazing throughout my whole life is even when I don't think sometimes about the choices I make, like I didn't really you know, coming to South Dakota State, it wasn't like I I fasted and prayed about it and you know really just took my time. You know, this is the only college I applied to. Um, you know, and, and the only, so it was the only college I got accepted to, you know, cause I didn't apply to any others. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have got accepted anywhere else anyways. Um, but you know, as I look back, I see God, I see Jesus guiding my steps. Right. Amen. And a lot of times, a lot of times you won't know, you know, you might, you know, if, if you're, especially if you're not praying about it, you know, you might look back and like, wow, look what the Lord has done. Yeah. Amen. There's so many things that wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have come here to South Dakota State. And so I'm very grateful that he was there helping me, guiding me. You know, I knew the word. I was filled with the spirit. And so, you know, I really do believe it was the Holy Spirit guiding me, guiding my choices. Amen. Hallelujah. And so on this earth, so we are on this earth for such a short time, but we want to follow Christ in his will. And we want to keep our life in perspective, amen. We live for Him to make disciples, not to get as much as we can as fast as we can, amen. And sometimes that is the mentality. Is, is you know, I know for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm wanting you know, go to a job that pays more money. <laughs> you know, that's that's, you know, has been priority for me. You know, sure. I want to get more money so we have, you know, so we can pay off more debt and so we can get more things and so the kids have nice things and they can do what they want to do. Right. Amen. But in perspective, right, our resources are lit, are used to make disciples of others, you know, out of every nation. And so I do believe God wants us to have good things. It says in Psalm 34 that we should delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. But first we need to delight. We need to delight in the Lord. Amen. we need to look to him. We need to seek him first. Amen. Because once you seek after God and you're locked in on God, your right. will, the, yep. your, your, your own will will line up with God's will. Amen. Amen. And I've noticed that when you do pray about a, a, a situation, you do pray about a circumstance or a, a decision that you need to make. Maybe there's no wrong answer in your mind. You know, you'll have a peace about one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. More times than not, when you, when you seek God on a decision, you'll just, you'll just have a peace. Yeah, no Amen. Amen. No counterfeit. Amen. Amen. Matthew six twenty five uh, and 33. says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It is, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So I tell you what, a couple weeks ago, we found out that both of our cars needed major repairs. And, um, and so for about a week, I was really stressing on what decision to make. You know, do we fix both? Do we fix one and buy a new one? Do we just buy two new cars? Um, you know, and I thought to my, and now I think to myself, just actually as I was writing this, I thought to myself, we have two cars. <laughs> you know, what, what am I worried about? What am I stressing about? Amen. God provides, right? right? And we are blessed. You know, we have two cars. We are blessed. A lot of people are very worried about their lives. A lot of people are very worried about what people think and about what they're going to do tomorrow and and what they're going to do in a couple hours. Amen? Um, Our kids are always, you know, I'm on board. They're always, you know, they're bored. Worried about what they're going to do without their tablet or without the TV. You know, we take away the TV sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. See, we're trying to get them to to expand their minds to do other things, right? right. Yeah. When they Mason's probably back there. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when we when we when we worry about our lives, we only look to ourselves. You know, that's what that's really what happens when we're worried about something. We're looking at what we can do. What can we do about the situation? How can I fix the situation? Right. What can I do? Yeah. Right? That's good. And we're never going to have peace with that mentality. No. You're not going to have a, have a peace about your life, about a, a circumstance, unless you look to Jesus. Amen? And so sometimes we scrape and fight, and we claw to get the things that we want. Or sometimes the things that we need, right? right. And where's it, where there's a will, there's a way. So eventually, you know, if you work hard enough, you know, you're going to get what you want. You're going to attain where you want to be, right? And you'll get those things on your own. But God's way, so let's try God's way. Amen. Amen. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about food or where you're going to sleep, your clothing or your cars. Let me take care of it. If you look to me for answers, I'm going to give you those things on a daily basis without you worrying about it. Because let's look back at 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Amen. We seek God, and we don't go out and try to do it on our own. He will just add them to us. Right? That's right. That's good. Amen. So when we look to Jesus as our provider, that allows him to bless us with these things. Sometimes we just need to get out of our own way. Right? Because he wants to bless you. He doesn't want to hold blessings back from you. He wants you to experience his fullness. He wants you to experience the fullness of his blessings. Amen. And so sometimes we need to just get out of our own way and let him do it. Amen. A lot of times he can't work in our lives because we don't allow him to. A lot of times, you know, we're, we're trying to do things on our own and he's saying, hey, I want to I want to work in your life. I want to bless you. Amen. I want to fix that relationship. Amen. We don't let him do it. So it's never a, a question whether he wants to, but the question is, do we allow him to? Amen? That's good. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Think about this. The people of Israel were supernaturally given meat at night and bread in the morning. Um, and we're going to read through it. It's kind of a long... Exodus 16.11-20. And I'll just read through it quick. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel, speaking to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that quail came up in the evening and covered the camp. And in the morning the dew lay all around the camp. And when the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Let every man gather it according to each one's need. One omer for each person according to the number of persons. Let every man take for those who are in his tent. So take, take what you need. Take what you need. Don't take more, but take what you need. Right? Then the children of Israel did so and gathered, some more and some less. So when they measured it by omers, he who, he who gathered much had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. Amen. Yeah. Every man had gathered according to each one's need, and Moses said, Let no one leave any of it till morning. So don't try to store it on your own. Don't, don't use your own wisdom to, to suppress a miracle from God. Amen. Notwithstanding, of course, they did not heed Moses, but some of them left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was angry. So when the children of Israel tried to store more than they were supposed to, it didn't work. Amen? And so, when we try to do more than what we're supposed to do, it's not going to work. Amen? Our When I was in cross-country, our... Um, our girls' team was really, really good and went to state, and I think they got second in state. But their motto was, do your best and let God do the rest. Yeah. And they would say that before every race. Do your best and let God do the rest. All God wants is our best. And yeah. a lot of times our best is just trusting in Him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Because by ourselves, we don't have a lot to offer. Right. And it says in the Bible that His strength was made perfect in our weakness. Amen. So, what do we have to offer? Well, we have our weaknesses. We offer our weaknesses, and his strength is made perfect in that. Amen. We don't have to be um, hamstrung by our weaknesses. Amen. We should we should proclaim our weaknesses. Amen. We should we should glory in the things that we can't do, knowing that we have a Father, knowing that we have someone that will do those things that will help us. Amen. That's good. It's like you know, we bring tithes into the storehouse. And actually, um, I don't have this on there, but Malachi uh, 3, yeah. verse 10, bring all that's tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Yeah. Amen. So the tithe that we bring, we bring tithe in the, phys- in the physical, amen, but it it correlates to the spiritual realm, right? Um, if, we, if we bring in a certain amount, God will multiply that amount. If we give it with a good heart, if we give it cheerfully, I mean, it's not always about the amount that we give, but it's, can you do it with a cheerful heart? You know, Maybe there's a certain point right now where you're like, okay, I can give this with a cheerful heart, but it's tough for me to give this with a cheerful heart. He wants your cheerful heart. And God looks at your heart. He doesn't look at the amount. Just like the widow with the two mites. He didn't look at the amount she gave, but she gave everything with her heart. Amen. And so, I think sometimes people feel they need to help God out. Sometimes we feel like, well, you know, God's really busy. If I can just help him in this area, or you know, another thing that I've heard that is that is just so it's such a it's just a wrong theology is, you know, if you ask somebody, did they you know ask God for it? Well, He's really busy. He doesn't hear, you know. And I've actually heard people say that, and that is that is so wrong. He's the creator of the universe, amen. He holds everything together. By the sound of his voice, everything is held together, amen. Nothing is too hard for God. With God, all things are possible, amen. So we don't need to worry about stressing God out, right? No matter how small our problem is, or no matter how big our problem is. He, he, it's important to God. Amen? He never, he never thinks that anything that you're going through is unimportant. Amen? Everything that, that you're going through, he, he wants to help you. That's true. All the time. That's true. Amen? You know, and, and you look at the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the New Testament, we, there's a go-between. There's a mediator. Amen? Jesus Christ between us and God. Amen so God is no longer mad at us, He's not mad at us. He's not, he's not bringing His wrath on us. Amen. And so we have a mediator, someone, we have Jesus. So when we pray to God, we always pray in the name of Jesus, because He's the mediator, He's the go-between, amen, with our relationship with God. Amen.. You notice in all throughout the Bible, they always pray to God in the name of Jesus. Amen. God doesn't need help to give you the things that you need. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. Amen. James 5, 7, and 8 says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient, establish your hearts. You also be patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So be patient. Amen. Amen. Your treasure is waiting for you. Amen. We store up treasures in heaven. When we give our tithe, we're, we're storing up treasures in heaven. Amen. So be patient. Through faith and patience, they inherited the promises. Amen. And patience is such a big thing. More and more, society is becoming less and less patient. That is true. I remember when, when you know, I'd always look at like the NFL and the NBA power rankings on ESPN. And, But I remember, like, where I'd actually, and I was really young, but in, in order to, to know what happened the night before, I'd have to get a newspaper, an actual newspaper, and and read and see what happened. Uh-huh. An actual newspaper. That's right. You know, if something happened on Friday night, I probably wouldn't know until Monday how, you know, what went down. Well, when the Internet came, right, I, there was ESPN.com, and you could get... Uh, the power rankings right away after the week. You know, and and even then though, it was like you had to wait the morning and then they would do it they would give it to you in the afternoon. Now they give it to you like right when at Sunday right at like midnight. And now you get all this information. And I I've found that if if it's not uploaded to the site for some reason, I'm a little irritated. I'm like, where are my power rankings? Right. Right? Patience patience is wearing thin a little bit more and more. Amen. Then I stop and think, it's not a big deal. I'll figure it out, and it's not an important thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Matthew 6.24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Amen. We have a far greater inheritance than anything we could have on earth. I mean, and that's you know, with me with sports, that's something I've had to battle. I've had the battle, you know, not just spending all of my time watching sports or looking at sports. Or you know, I love statistics, so looking up statistics for hours on end. I've had to, I've had really had to. The Lord's really dealt with me on, okay, Brandon, where are you putting your time? You know, and I'm not perfect. I still have days where I do stuff like that. But where am I putting my time? Right. Amen. Psalm 37, 18 says, The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. So heavenly treasures are things that are eternal. Amen. Our health, joy, we can have joy eternal. No matter what our circumstances are, we can have joy in our heart. The Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. Amen. The glory of God. Just think, in the Old Testament, only Moses was allowed to see the glory of God, and at that, he was only allowed to see his back. He said, you can't handle my glory. Moses, you can't handle my glory, so I'm going to shield you, and then you can see my backside as I walk away. And even then, Moses was glowing from the glory of God. You know, he still could barely, barely handle the backside of God. I look at, you know, when we go to heaven, when, you know, when all the Christians you know, go to heaven, we get to see all God's glory ma- you know, manifested. Man. Revelations twenty one, twenty-three says the city had no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. And so that's a pretty great treasure. And we're gonna see the glory of God in all of its in, in just every aspect of the glory of God. And you know what? It says that that we'll continue to be he'll continue to reveal things to us, even in his presence. So, there's so many levels and there's so many layers of God's goodness and God's grace and God's glory. amen. Yeah. I that that we're going to be in awe all the time. It's going to be like, you know, he might reveal something else that was like, whoa. Oh, totally. Can't imagine it. Yeah. You know, it says that, you know, his love is, you know, we don't understand, you know, we don't have the knowledge of the love of God. I don't want to isolate myself from somebody that maybe doesn't believe how I believe. Amen. Not that we we can't share our values and different things like that. But when you get into political lines, it can get a little dicey, right? Amen. Our job, again, is to make disciples of every nation. Amen. And the way, you know, the most efficiently we can do that, that's the way we want to take. Amen. So whatever our treasure is, whatever we treasure, that is what we'll put our heart into, and that's what we'll get excited about. That's true. Amen? That's what we're going to talk about to your friends. That's why we have great communica- or great fellowship in the back between 9.30 and 10. I mean, not just to talk about sports, or talk about other things, but to talk about God. You know, what is getting you excited? You know, what, what in your life has God done that's getting you really excited to talk about Jesus? Okay. Amen? There's a lot. There's a lot that, that we can look to that we can get really excited about, amen, and talk about Jesus. Let's go to Luke six uh, forty three. Just a couple more things here. It says, "For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the treasure out of the good treasure of his heart bring forth good, and an evil man." Out of the the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So first it says in verse 44, Every tree is known by its own fruit. Amen. again, like I said, you can say that this is the fruit I'm producing. I want to produce this. You know, an apple tree, if apple trees could talk, an apple tree could say, no, I'm going to produce oranges. I'm, I'm going to produce an orange. Well, no, it's not. It's going to produce an apple. Amen. Likewise, an orange tree is going to only produce oranges. Amen. As Christians, amen, we, there's a certain fruit that we should be producing. Right? Amen. And sometimes we can say, yeah, this, I'm, I'm producing this fruit over here. But our actions, amen, What what's at the root, what's at our heart is maybe producing fruit over here. Right? So I always want to be mindful, amen, about the fruit that we're producing. Because Really, as Christians, it's not our, our responsibility doesn't just lie to ourselves. I mean, we're not just responsible for ourselves, amen? But as Christians, we have a responsibility to lead people to Jesus, amen, not to lead people away, right? So our responsibility isn't just to ourselves, but it's to people that we come in contact with. It's to our co-workers, and it's a big responsibility. It's a really big, big responsibility, amen? That's why we need Jesus, amen? That's why we need the Word, we need to comb through the word. We need to, to um, delight in the Lord. Amen. We need to seek first the kingdom of God. Amen. Consequently, it doesn't say that there's a second thing, but seek first the kingdom of God. And after that, there's no second. There's nothing that's second. Come second to that, right? We seek first the kingdom of God, and that is it. That is what we do. Amen. Mm-hmm. So whatever our treasure is, is what we're going to bring forth and talk about. So if I invest my time into politics, I'm going to talk a lot about politics. You know, same with sports. And, and I listen to sports radio, and I listen to political radio sometimes, and everything like that. But if I find myself listening to that and wanting to listen to that more than listening to the Word or reading the Word, I know that I have a problem. And I know I need to correct it real fast. Amen. Same with the Bible. Invest your time wisely, Amen. Because you only get 24 hours in a day, and those hours go by really quickly. <laughs> I mean, just think of this year for you, know, for you guys, for everybody here. It's already going to be Thanksgiving in a, in a week. Less than a week is Thanksgiving. Just think how fast, from January 1st until now, it's gone. Amen. And I think about that, and I think, wow, where did I put my time? What percentage of my time did I put in the Word? Amen. What, what percentage of my time, my time did I put into Facebook? I don't have the answers to any of those, but you know, it's it's something to think about, right? It's something to think about, like, where did I put my time in these first, you know, 11 months? Yep. Amen. Yep. Invest your time wisely because you get 24 hours in a day and the days go by quickly. Spend more time in the Word. Yeah. Spend more time with your family. Yep. Amen. And, and praying for your family, that's, you know, that's huge. I, I always say that if you have a choice, you know, if you have some time and you have a choice between reading the Word and, and praying, a lot of times I'll just pick praying in the Spirit and praying for people. And, you know, I that's just, for me, it's, amen, it's incomprehensible to us. Amen. I don't know, I'm excited. I'm excited for heaven. I think it's going to be a fun time. I don't think we're going to be bored in heaven. But we're not going to need TVs or tablets or phones or Facebook or anything like that either, really. <clears throat> Amen. So we have, you know, we have a ton to look forward to. On earth, though, we give people the treasures they need, which is the gospel. Let's look at Acts 3.1, uh, when Peter and John went to the temple, the hour of prayer at the, the ninth hour, and a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, when, carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, and Peter, with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. So he received the eternal treasure. Amen. He was looking to receive a treasure, an earthly treasure. He was looking to receive money. He was right. looking to receive something that could just keep him going for the next day, yep. right? Instead, he got something that's going to keep him going for the rest of his life. Oh, exactly. Amen? And it's, just, it's just amazing, you know, that you know, Peter and John, without any hesitation, look at us. You know, we have what you need. We do. It's not what you think you need. Sometimes we think we need something, and God's like, yeah, you don't need that. You need this. Amen. That's good. That's true. Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you. Amen. Any Christian has this power working on the inside of them. Amen. All of you, all of us, have this power, this healing power working on the inside of us. It doesn't get old, it doesn't get stagnant. Amen. The same power back then is the same power we have on the inside of us. That's good, Amen? Yeah. So we have, that same, we have that same eternal treasure living on the inside of us that Peter and John did when they healed the man. Matthew 6.21 says, For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Amen. Where is your heart? Amen. I what's really important to you? Just in life, what's what's important to you? What what are things that you really cherish and you really that really drive you? Amen. Society tells us that we need to value our wants. Society tells us that we need to value how people look at us, right? Our social life, our image. You know, our society tells us that we need to value um, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all these other social, Twitter and all these other social media outlets. Amen. And. Right now, a lot of people, that's where they've put their time and their effort, the most of their time and the effort. And I think there's a lot of those are really good things. I think that Facebook is an amazing thing where you can, you know, Jeannie was putting up videos from across the country. Right. Amen. It's just amazing. Yeah, it is. Technology is really good. <laughs> you know, it can be used for some really good things. Amen. Yeah. You can talk to people from other countries. and. You can connect with people and network. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I think these things are really good things when they're used correctly. Yep. And Society tells us that we need to value our political party, right? Here. A lot of people nowadays valuing their political party as as if it's them, right? They get their image, they get they get um, who they are from what their politics are, or or. Um, or if they're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent. Right? Most people value their family, their spouse, their children. and I mean their relatives and their friends. And I think that's something that for me that's at one of the tops of my list. Right. That's what you value. Amen. And where you again, where you spend your time, you know, you can say you can say I value this and I value this all you want to, but where you spend your time is what you really value. Amen. You know, Pastor Dale always says, watch their feet. Watch, you know, watch your own feet. Where are your feet leading you? Where are your feet taking you? Amen? Where is your time taking you? As Christians, amen, we treasure the Word of God. I think that's a, for me, that's a big one. I know that there's power in the Word of God. I was really, when I was in high school, I was really shy. Well, I was shy to meet people. I was never actually probably shy to stand in front of people and speak. But, there's something about the Word of God. Amen. I there's so much more confidence. There's so much more boldness with the Word. Yeah. I think it's because it's not my opinion. You know, I don't have to use my opinion to win an argument. Amen. Somebody can say, you know, if I'm if I'm if I'm leading a meeting in Dactronics, somebody can say, well, I don't agree with that. And I could be wrong. I could be like, yeah. you know, but if I stick to the Word of God, you know, unless I misinterpret something. Or, you know, I'm not, it's not me that's wrong. I mean, I'm following the, what the Word of God says. Amen? That's why, you know, for me, I've found it um, a lot better to, I don't post poli- you know, political things on Facebook. I just don't. I've told myself I'm not going to get into that. Amen? Because Republicans, Democrats, and Independents all need to be saved. <laughs> it's, um. I just, I just love that connection with the Lord yeah. in prayer. Yeah. I think that's just such a great thing. Really is. And you can't go wrong with either one, right? Take a break from TV or from Facebook. I've had to take a couple of breaks. I always come back to it for some reason. You know, I used to watch a lot of TV, and I still watch a fair amount sometimes. Um, but I want to invest my time into my kids. Amen. I want to invest my time into my relationship with my wife. You know, what are, those are the things that, for me, that's those are the things I treasure. You know, those are the things that I want to, I want to be really good. You know, my relationship with my kids, with my wife, my relationship with Jesus, amen. I want that, I want those to be solid, rock solid, amen. And you'll never go wrong with it. You'll never go wrong when you spend more time with Jesus. That's, you can't, and there's no other, there's no greater reward, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we just thank you for this morning, and we just thank you, Lord, help us to treasure you. Help us to treasure time with you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for the opportunity to to just be a witness to people, to be a light, or to be a light for kids across the world, as tonight we we load up boxes for for, um, Operation Christmas Child, Father, we pray that those boxes um, send the message that we want to send. Amen. That people are saved, that kids and parents alike are saved because they heard about Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for everybody today. they Have a great day, a fruitful day, a blessed day in Jesus' name, a blessed week, a blessed Thanksgiving, Father, and we give you praise and honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.